you are now politicking with Poe on PoePolitikin.com. I don't know how y'all see it, but when it comes to the children, Wu-Tang is for the children. We teach the children. You know what I mean? Check it out, y'all. This is the rapper Big Pooh, and right now, you and I, we're on Poe Politicking. Yeah! Round of applause for the weary. I don't think the people hear me. Not until my feet get tired and my heart gives out. Will they finally stand up and shout? But I need to smell a rose. Yeah. I need to smell a rose. Two feet settle in. I was round pedaling, trying to find a balance. But the scales remain tilted. I remain jilted, loving it from a distance. Caught in this new era, one and all in the instant. Product of intuition, past product positions. Tied of honorable mentions, a critically acclaimed. Repeat the same failure, you insane. I repeat the other side of your peak is not the same. People take a peek, express shame, cause we call business a game. They don't recognize the game. It's a look behind the curtain. Carpet and velvet ropes, five works on your bottles. Reality. Shows and models, that's the job in their bio You can buy your ticket every day and still never hit the lotto You ready to work to get what you want? I used to want to flaunt what I had till I did all of the math I'ma check away from living out the trunk Round of applause for the weary I don't think the people hear me Not until my feet get tired and my heart gives out Will they finally stand up and shout But I need to smell a rose The smell of rose Underrated, huh? Never hated, huh? Found my place in the sun and was motivated by chasing heels of the greatest and pulling up in that latest painted full album cover was everything to this young mind. Young I Gucci clad in the summertime, thousand verse roller deck, so I felt like the summer's mine. Outcast, but I still want my roses. Outlast, many men, what I compose is magnum, opus, dosage. They thinking that I cloned it. Consistently raise a bar, every dose potent. Focus on the drums and not conjure the ghosts of keep before me. Think big, the car show for playing life at the Death is an older Lamar Odom If a soul's ready to die Listen to you could quote him Re-steer, revise, read aloud I rewrote him When the writing's on the wall Evidence that he's chosen You know what he's holding He told him to the top So give him what he's owed then Welcome back to PolePolitikin.com Your home for self-help meets hip-hop Make sure you go on Spotify, you go to iHeartRadio, you can go to Google Play, type in Politicking, listen to all our interviews for the past 10 years. One, two, one, two, I'm in the place to be with the homie rapper Big Pooh. How you doing? Man, I'm good. I can't complain. How about yourself? I'm great, man. So the first thing, uh, the last interview was three years ago, 2015. So congratulations, we're alive. We still, we still, <laughs> <laughs> people, people be missing out on the little things, man. You got to celebrate life, so. Man, you gotta say, gotta think, I celebrate life every day when you wake up. So, so how's the last three, three, four years been for you since last time we spoke? Um, a lot, man. A lot been going on. You know, um, a lot of people been wondering, like, why haven't you know? I, I was at a point in time I was releasing one, two projects a year, and I slowed down, and a lot of people was wondering what you know what I've been up to and what's going on, and it's just it's one of them things where I had to you know, step back and, and, uh, with, uh, diversify my portfolio a little bit. So, um, 
I had stepped into uh, management. So I've been managing a couple cats. Um, a cat named Luke. Uh, he signed to Dreamville Interscope. I have another um, a singer songwriter, Black Soul. Um, he uh, done some work for a few people, and then um, and then a producer, uh, Praise. Uh, he just released a project with Torre. So, uh, so I, I've been concentrating on that, man. And, you know, I've been working. I've been, I mean, you know, moving the pen, but that's what I've really been focused on the last three years. And so you going to slide them for the interview over here? Oh, yeah, for sure. We'll get them over here. But I'm saying that's the thing, too. I, I think, like you saying, like, pe- you said people asking, like, what you're doing. But, I mean, you've been out for a while and you've been constantly dropping stuff. So, I mean... I mean, don't artists need to take a break a little bit and live life? <laughs> like, you can't just be always making music. Like, but I'm just I, doing it for I a while. thought so. Yeah, I thought so. I'm like, man, I've been at this strong since 2003. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So, um, 2003 to 2015, that's, you know, I ain't a great mathematician, but that's 12 years of giving you something every year. Yeah. And um, I just I just needed that break, man. I needed to find that inspiration again. Okay. And then I was saying, so the, the the main thing I wanted to bring you on talk about the new album I heard, and they it, it, it says RPM, and they were saying that's that's rapper poo music. I just want to make sure that's right. Yeah, yeah, that's correct. That's right. correct. And then you came out, you did it with Focus. So I just want to talk. Uh, you know, how did y'all hook up and come out with that project? Um, Focus and I've been, you know, we've been real cool for like the past since like um, about two thousand. Seven two thousand eight ish maybe, and uh, we've been real real cool, man. He he definitely um, you know somebody I respect. Um, you know work ethic, talent. You know just see a beast with it. He got a lot of big records. Mm-hmm. Been on a lot of big records. Nobody really know about, but um, probably around twenty twenty fourteen or so, we talked about doing a project. And, um, and we just, we just kept talking about it. It was just talk, talk, talk. And then around 2015, I had, I was going out to LA a lot and, uh, they were working on the Compton album. And, um, so I was going back and forth out there trying to, trying to get me a couple lines on the album. And, uh, I had got this, uh, other kid from North Carolina, you know, um, uh, situated out there. So we just kept talking about it, kept talking about it. And then finally, probably about mm, about eight months or so ago, we just, I mean, we had did a couple records or whatever, but about eight months or so ago, we just finally decided to do it for real. And we just started working, man. And, um, you know, it, was, it came in ebbs and flows because, you know, his work schedule, my work schedule, but, you know, we just finally locked in and got it done. Hmm. And then uh, what's your favorite songs off the album? Uh, my favorite records are, where, I mean, Who Are They? That's my favorite song in the album, for sure. And, uh, Roses is another favorite of mine with Ab Lava and Burn with C.S. Armstrong. Those are probably my three favorite records, like, off of there. Yeah, because people been, I've been seeing a lot of people talking about Pray, Pray, too. Yeah, Pray, Pray, a good record, man. Um, featuring Coco Sarai, man, uh. It's 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 a real good record, man. Um, I just I, I love that record. I mean, I love all the records. Make no mistake about it. Yeah, but those yeah, other yeah. three, those other three resonate for you know different reasons, man. And um, like those other three records came together 
like one of the some of the last records that came together like the versions you hear are like some of the latest ver like some of the last records to get done so um those probably why those resonate a little bit more with me right now and then um what was the album cover about uh <laughs> the album cover so i i didn't want to i don't really like putting myself on my album covers at this point in my career i like doing other things but Focus was adamant that I was on the cover, so <laughs> I had I had did a quick photo shoot with uh, my homeboy Tobias Rose. He did my last two covers in 2015. I did a qu- quick photo shoot with him, and you know, me and Focus just going through the pictures and seeing which ones we liked and didn't like. And uh, excuse me. And um, so when I ended up getting going to get the artwork done, we had already had the single artwork that was done months ago. And so I was like, yo, I wanted to have, you know, I wanted to kind of go together. I wanted the single artwork and the album artwork to kind of, you know, look like it was from the same project. You know, some people that give you a single cover and it'd be something and then they give you the album cover and be like, oh, this don't even have no symmetry. But I wanted mm-hmm. mine to have symmetry. So what we did was I got the, the artist, my man Gustavo Soto, I got him to take, like, take the picture from the single, from the Prayer Pray single and we went through the picture and figured out what we could single out to use to kind of make the album cover. And so we just took the back of the altar and it's blank on prayer, pray, but we took it and put like a picture frame. And then that's where we put the picture of me. And then I was like, yo, make it look old and worn out. Like the church was worn old and worn out. Like make the, make the, the picture look that way as well. And you know, he put us, he put his little touch on it and voila. Mm-hmm. So what what besides the artists you managing? What are like some artists you listen to now? Like far as the newer artists, Whew, let's see. Uh, man, ah, man, I, I think about that. <laughs> um, I mean, I, I kind of I just been trying to breeze through a little bit of everything lately. Um, nothing specific, uh, specific at this point. Um, I mean, of course, I like Jid. Um, I like the Mata album. I actually heard it the other night. Um, uh, who else, man? Um, Jesus, man. I like Mick Jenkins. Um, I like his new project. Um, man, I mean, I, I, I kind of just trying to, like I said, at this point, I'm trying to catch up, man, and breeze through everything, man. It's, it's so much music coming out on a, on a daily basis that, you know, it makes it tough. I mean, it makes it tough to be up on everything. Um, oh, yeah. So I just, you know, especially, <laughs> especially when I'm when I'm in creative mode, man, I, I try not to listen to too much. Um, uh, except for, like, if my artists are doing something and I need to check it or whatever. But other than that, I try not to listen to too much music. But now that I'm out of creative mode, I can get back into, into listening to music. Um, I started DJing, actually, like a year ago. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, that's been helping me kind of catch back up. Like I'm, I haven't caught all the way up, but that's catching me up. So I can, you know, I'll go in and I'll, I like hearing everything to, to see if it's something in there that I like that I can pull out and play in one of my mixes or whatever. You know, I ain't playing all that shit, but mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I can pull out some stuff and play it uh, if I want to. But I was so. What do you think about like the uh, like the six nines and like the littles? We got it's so many littles now. I can't even keep count. But what do you think yeah. about? You know, and they talk, I guess they talk, call that mumble rap. Like, you know, that. I mean, a, a, lot, 
a lot of that ain't for me, man. Like, you know, it, it's, it's not for me. Um, you know, and that's not to say whether it's good or bad. That ain't, you know, it's just, it ain't for me. You know what I mean? And, uh, I, you won't, you won't hear me playing it in my car. You won't hear me playing in my mix. Like I'm, I'm just a guy I grew up on, you know, mostly substance. I mean, we had our foolery, you know, and, and when I was coming up as well, like we've always had it, but back then it was the exception, not the rule right. today. You know, it's not necessarily the rule today, but it's, it's definitely more of it. And, um, I mean, it's just, it ain't for me. You know what I'm saying? I mean, so I just, I bypass it. I mean, if I hear something that I like, I'll pull it out. But if I don't, then it's like, hey, that ain't for me. I, I, I just, I made a stance a long time ago, man, to not give a lot of light to stuff that I don't necessarily like or listen to. You know, you, you see it all the time on the internet or, you know, barbershop, whatever. People spend a lot of time talking about stuff that they don't like. Instead of spending a lot of time talking about stuff that they do like. Mm-hmm. I'd rather, I rather spend my time talking about stuff I do like than stuff I don't. So, that's, you know, I don't, I don't give too much thought to the stuff I don't listen to. And then I want to I wanna talk about how I heard about you. So, how I heard about you was, uh, I was in the Marines, it was like 2000 and one of, one of my boys out here he was from durham mm-hmm. so he used to like oh man you gotta listen to them and bring and let us hear music but that wasn't no internet no social media none of that like that it was just happening he's from durham so i want to say how do you feel about social media now and it makes it like so even i feel like everybody's even but then you have people even they complain about social media but it's like to me it make it so even it's an even playing field for everybody now yeah, the thing about social media and the internet in general, man, is I tell people all the time, it's a, it's the gift and the curse. The mm-hmm. gift is you were able to cut out the middleman and go direct to the people. You go right, direct to the source. You don't need a filter anymore. But that's also the bad part. There's no filter anymore. So you get everything. Like, you get everything. And, and that's kind of the thing. It, it's overwhelming. It's... Um, you know, somebody can plug up a computer and a mic today and records right. whatever, and they they a rapper. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> but it's so that that's that that kind of became the downside of it. That it opened the floodgates, like it took the filters off. But um, <coughs> I mean, at the end of the day, man, I, I tell people all the time, like, yeah, you you get these people that. I mean, it's a lot of people that we heard from last year that we ain't heard from this year. Like, uh-huh. and and that's and that's just the way it is. Like, you can come and you can catch a catch a wave for a quick moment, but can can you sustain? Can you make this thing last? Like, you know, that's why I tell people I don't care what people say about me. I've been here since two thousand two, two thousand three. You know what I'm saying? Like, so however you feel about me is how you feel about me, but I'm still able to sustain since two thousand two, two thousand three. So, and why you, you think know, that is? Because people recognize the the authenticity of it, man. Like you know, I'm not, you know, I'm not trying to sell you nothing. I'm not trying to, you know, perpetuate anything. I'm not like you. You can see the real, the realness in in what I'm giving, and um, and then I've constantly gotten better. At least I feel I have. <laughs> like. I'm not the same. Like you go listen to something I put out in 2003, it ain't the same from what I just put out. Like you can hear the growth. So, uh, you know, I mean, everybody don't change, don't grow with you, but definitely people have grown with me throughout my career. You know, you don't, you don't take everybody with you, but 
you know, I, I, I've been fortunate enough to bring a, a good, good amount of people along. And then as you actually kind of went to one of my other questions, I was going to say, so what are some ways, like far as you said, you kept improving your craft. So what are some ways, like uh, for you somewhat new artists, they can navigate the game and make money and improve their craft at the same time? Because some people... I don't know. They be thinking they don't need to make money, but I'm like, you gotta make money too. You can't just be doing and not <laughs> make money. <laughs> hey man, I, no, I'm, you a know, rap, I'm a rap man. Like, listen, man. This this is one. Of, it's called the music business. Like, you can make all the music you want just so you can play at your career. Um, but don't, but don't expect to make no career out of that. This is called the music business for a reason. And now, in the year of our Lord 2018, going into 2019, the thing is, you have to find a niche that works for you. Um, it's, it's, you can create a lane or a pocket or whatever you want to call it, and it works for you. And you can make a living or a career, living and career, excuse me, off of that. And, and that's kind of where the game went to with, the the super emergence of the internet and streaming and and all these different things and um you know i would tell i tell young guys man to to definitely figure out who they are and be true to true to who they are like you will last a lot longer by being the creative person that you want to be as opposed to being uh you know trying to ride the wave like find your lane and and get in it like don't worry about what everybody else with the most popular guy doing because a year two three four years from now you could be the popular guy doing what you want to do and then i look at it like at the end of the day if if i'm gonna have success or if i'm gonna not have success i want to do it my way like i want to be able to look in the mirror and be like hey man i went out doing it my way you know if people ain't take to it but i did it my way and, you know, because I would hate to wake up and be like, man, I failed. I tried to do what they were doing and I failed. Yeah. I should have just did what I wanted to do all along. And I, I tell young people that all the time. Do what you want to do, not what you think you have to do. And you will fare a lot better in this game. And then I got a question. I was actually kind of, because I'm looking up, I'm looking, you know, trying to find stuff for questions. And I was like, I noticed like, you never got in any trouble. <laughs> so how did you end up, you know what I'm saying? Like, a lot of artists, you know, especially how long you've been in the game, I never heard anything bad about you, you know what I'm saying? So how, how is that just, you got to have good character from the jump, or yeah, media, man. Good, um, PR me, or? Nah, I don't, have, I don't have no PR. Uh, <laughs> I, I have I have PR every now and again for a project, but nah, yeah. man, just it's just being a good human being, man. Like, I'm, I'm not... You know, I ain't out here running the streets, you know what I'm saying? I ain't out here, you know, you know, just trying to get in, you know, stuff that that's unnecessary, man. I that ain't even the way I live, bro. Like I'm <laughs> I'm a at this point in my life especially, man, I'm a homebody, man. I like being in the crib. I like, you know, just chilling. Like this is this is why I got the TV, the internet, cable, whatever all in my crib <laughs> so I can be in my crib, you know what I'm saying? Like I don't need to be out in the street. I don't need to be out in the club. I don't need to be out making noise. I like, that that don't do nothing for me. So, um, so I mean that's just that's just been who I am. That's who I am. Like that's not me trying to. That's what I'm talking about. Just being authentically you. Like that's just who I am. Like not saying trouble can't come my way, 
I just try to, my best to avoid trouble because it may look good, people talking about it online, but it ain't good when you got to go deal with it in real life. Yeah. And and I don't, me in trouble, I don't, I, I don't like it. It don't like me. So we try to avoid each other at all costs. Yeah, but the, even on the rap tip, like nobody ever like tried to challenge. I ain't never like little brother or you. I never heard a diss record or nothing. <laughs> or have I just <laughs> they just never? I never heard of them. Or you're nah, I mean, I'm, I mean, some people done, done done made some records and it's been some subs in the records or whatever. But I mean, even to that point, man, it's like unless it's somebody that's levels above you, why respond? Mm-hmm. You know you. You're going to end up giving somebody light that don't deserve the light that you have. They don't de- deserve the light that you will will shine on them. And, and and it may be a tactic on their part. You know, some people still believe in the 50 cent school, uh, you know, trying to come up. And that's the beef with anybody and everybody. And um, so it's definitely, you know, I definitely know there's been some subs out there. I don't I don't, I don't court them. But like I said, at the end of the day, if you're not levels above me, then I'm not going to respond to you. I'm going to laugh and never play that song again. <laughs> but that's that's it. And I said, what did you think? I'm going to get your opinion on the when the Drake and Pusha T was going at it. Um, who won, who won I mean, that? Who do you think won that the battle as far as, far as the raps? The raps? Yeah. Um, I mean, Pusha T, uh, just, you know, in the true heart of the battle um and he and he won you know i mean he he definitely sharp with it you know Pusha t is definitely one of he's he's been one of my my favorites for a while um but he won because he was he was willing to go where you need to be willing to go when it comes to rap battles like there are no rules it's just like fighting in the street there are no rules bro so he he was willing to go where most probably wanting to win and that's that makes him the winner in my book like and he probably had more to go like he had more levels to dig and you know before it was halted but i mean as long as brothers keep it on keep it on you know keep it on record man it's 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 all entertainment to me you know what i'm saying i mean so i'm i'm cool with it man i mean this is this is part of what hip-hop is and then it's kind of it's kind of a new thing and it kind of reminds me of sports we about to get sports in there, but this kind of reminds me of sports. How you have a, like you had like Joe Buttons, you had Jay Mills. They're getting back into battling, and I look at it like an older sports athlete trying to hop back into uh, sports. Like you can't just hop back into that battle game like that because those cats are young and hungry. And if you ain't been doing it like that, so Jay Mills he just got ate up doing that, and Buttons got ate up doing that too. So. We ain't gonna see you doing that, right? <laughs> nah, nah. Bat- battle rapping never been my thing, man. I'm a, mm-hmm. I'm a storyteller, man. Uh, Tay Tay actually was the one who used to battle rap. Like yeah. that was that was. I actually went to a few few of his battles, but I, I'm I'm not a battle rapper, man. That's that's never been my thing, man. So you would never see me hop in no battle rap ring and make a fool of myself, man. Them, that's the art, man. That's they say art. you listen to him. You listen to it though. They be going some some. Some of it, yeah, yeah, definitely. You know what I'm saying? Like Marv One, that's one of my one of my peoples, you know what I'm saying? I you know, of course Ness. I, I know Ness. Uh we worked together a little bit back in the day. And um, like I so I know, you know, about the world, you know, the battle world. Mm-hmm. And I know that I will get utterly embarrassed 
You know what I'm saying? Because like you said, that's something that these guys, that's a skill. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Like, that's, these guys practice that skill every day. Yep. And if you do not practice that skill every day, you may, you lose something. <laughs> Whether you used to do it or not, you lose something. And, and I think people don't look at, they look at, oh, it's rapping, it's rapping, it's rapping. Like, no, bro, that's a skill. That is a skill. So, nah, nah, you ain't gonna see me jumping nobody's battle ring at all. And then I was reading, are you still doing the sports podcast? Nah, man. I, I mean, I, I stopped, man. I, I my, The first version of it was me and my business partner, Big Doe. And um, and I kept trying to recapture the glory. Like, I stopped for different reasons. And, you know, we was ahead of the, before everybody wanted the podcast game. Like, we was we was doing it before then. And um, we stopped and... Uh, and uh, he ended up moving back to Connecticut, and I moved down to Charlotte. And uh, and I tried, I tried different iterations of it, and it, it just wasn't feeling right for me. And uh, and so I, I had wanted to do one, man. I, me and uh, me and my man George Foster that used to play in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Uh, we we you know we planned to do one. It's just trying to you know get get our timing right so we can we can get back to it but uh you know i i definitely want to do something with it later on it's just right now i just had so much stuff on my plate it was just another thing i didn't want to add and not because once you, i want to commit to it and actually commit to it and not do two weeks be gone for three months come back two weeks so um i definitely want to get back into it though i said so what happened to your team on thursday when they played the steelers that was bad that ain't my team. Oh, that ain't who, my team. <laughs> who's your football team? <laughs> my team lost bad to the Falcons last Sunday. Uh, I'm a I'm a Washington Redskins fan. Okay. So. Who's, yeah, who's, yeah. Your, who's your basketball team? I'm a Wizards fan. I'm from the D.C. area, man. So all my teams, uh, except for college football, is from the D.C. area. Okay, okay. I'm going to ask you what you thought about that Butler trade. Man, uh... Minnesota got fleeced. <laughs> That's what I think about the Butler trade. Um, I know, right? And I was like, what did they get? They didn't. I mean, I, I don't know specifically because I'm not an NBA insider, but I do listen to him. And uh, Amin El Hassan, he, he said it before, and then he said it again yesterday at, after the trade. He was like, knowing what he knows with some of the offers were for Jimmy Butler at the beginning of this season to see what Minnesota ended up getting for him now, it was one of the things it's like, are you serious? Mm-hmm. Like, y'all could have had some stuff before and you ended up settling for Darko, Sarge, Covington, and a second round pick. And I just, I think that's an indictment on Tom Thibodeau. You know what I'm saying? Like, him thinking, He's not angry. really thinking I, I can fix it mm-hmm. and not really paying attention. Like, when a person tell you they don't want to be somewhere, they don't want to be somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, you got to you gotta let them ride. And and I he just bundled that whole – he bungled that whole Jimmy Butler situation from inception, even giving up what he gave up to get Jimmy just to only have Jimmy for a year and a couple games, and then Jimmy gone. And you basically traded a first-round pick, Zach Levine, and Chris Dunn for Robert Covington and Darko Sarge. That's how you have to look at it. Uh-huh. So, so who, what do you think about the Lakers? How they doing? Uh, the Lakers, 
it's it's gonna be a work in progress, man. I definitely think uh uh Zoe need to um be on the floor more. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think maybe adding Rondo. It looked good in theory, but it may end up costing them, um, costing them Zoe's development. Yeah, and I, I, I think, I think they definitely Zoe need to be playing more minutes than Lonzo. I mean, uh, Lonzo need to be playing more minutes than Rondo um, at this point. Uh, and and I, I think, I think they are they're mismanaging that part of it. Um, I like the veteran pickups. But yeah. it, it also needs to be about developing the young guys because you got to see who can play with LeBron. Like, you have to see which one of them can really play with LeBron and can really help LeBron because those young guys are, are the key. They're supposed to be the guys that, as LeBron ages, can still carry the Lakers with. You don't need LeBron at Super Saiyan strength. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> like, it, because you have these young guys, so they really got to figure out what they have. And, and I think they're doing an injustice by you know, how they're, how they're playing Lonzo right now. So who's your, who you think going to win it this year? Your early prediction the, right now? The Warriors. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the Warriors. And then you said something, I was going to ask you, are you a boxing fan? Because I heard that, that line you said, you was talking about, uh, you was talking about a relationship. You said dude got hands like a boxer. I was like, that was oh. <laughs> I was like, you yeah, already I, know. That, that said a lot right there. Like, you already know what that meant. <laughs> yeah, I, I watch it. I watch it some. You know, I'm not an avid fan. You know, like, you know, like some people, like my, my guy, um, Glasses Malone, or uh, my man Andreas Hell. Like, I ain't avid like them. You know, I, I'll watch it every now and again. But you know, you can name ten fighters right now, and I might have heard the names, but I couldn't tell you what their styles were or nothing. Yeah, I said I just watched that uh, Netflix. I saw Glasses on that uh, Fastest Cars. I was like, oh, okay, I didn't know he was on there. Oh. Yeah, he was on there racing. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah, he's on there. It's like, uh, yeah, it's like you get like one of the sports cars, and they got like sleeper cars. The sleeper cars are the cars you make. So I guess he made one of the cars, and he was racing. It was like the uh, Monte Carlo. Oh yeah, yeah I he was on Netflix racing. I was like, okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, I would say. So, uh, what are some things you do as far as personal development in your life, like books or what, what things you like? <clears throat> books, man. I I definitely. I used to be an avid reader, man. I got to get back into reading more. Uh, my my uh, my guy Ed, one of my friends I grew up with, uh, well, went to school with, and uh, we remained close. He put me to shame. He read about two books a month, mm. and I read about a book every three months. So um, just reading, man, and trying to, you know, listen more than I talk, and uh and you gotta you gotta rewind your own tape, man, and, and and see see your mistakes too as well. You know, you know you gotta look in, in instead of looking outward all the time. You gotta look in, and um, mm. and I think that's a big thing for me is really, you know, maturing to the point where I can really s- sit back and self assess and see why I did certain things, and not only why, but find like, you gotta dig deeper than just the surface level. You gotta peel that onion back and figure out why. You know why, and and I think I'm getting a lot better at that, man. And uh, I, I think that's very important. And, and I, I actually got that from music, where I you I would look at, or I would listen to my old albums. See where you and I would, think about it. I, I I listen to it like game film, like you you can you can hear the perspective that I had at the time. Mm-hmm. You can, so that that helped me work on life. That helped me work on my my skill. That helped me work on on everything. So. Um, 
definitely those two things are very big for me. So do you like uh do journaling and stuff too? Nah, I don't do journaling, man. I, I try. meditation. I be trying to get I do journaling now, then I be doing meditation and stuff, trying to like like it's kinda like, you know, like you said, you gotta just kinda like sit back and just think yeah. sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, find, I find myself, man, one of the things that helped me a lot is um, where I get to really just think, think, think is um, is driving, mm. <laughs> like yep. driving, driving with no purpose. And uh, and then another thing that helps me, uh, I got to really get back into it. I was doing it for a while, but I ended up um, having a medical issue. But uh, jogging, man, like uh, jogging. Uh, I was jogging like two miles a day up up at one point, and mm. uh, just being able to jog, just I don't know what it is about it. Like I used to hate running, what I felt like was for no purpose, but now I can just go jog for about forty five minutes and really just that's like my meditation. Yeah, I said <laughs> I was going to ask you, I couldn't tell, but I said it looked like you lost weight. Trying to man, big no more. You got to be. Uh... No, no, no. I'm, I'm still big right oh. now. You working on it? <laughs> You know what I'm saying? We like, like a lot of people don't know, man. Um, what is it? Uh, in uh, 2013, I think it was. Um, I ended up like that's when I was my smallest I had been in a while, and um, that's when I was jogging every day, and I ended up having a blood clot mm. in my in my uh, calf, and it broke off into my lungs, and yeah. um, that really sent me back. Like, you know, you I had to change my whole diet, and um. You know, I didn't know the the medicine that they put me on because I had it. They took me off the medicine. It ended up coming back. So I had to get put back on medicine for life. And uh, and it's one of the things where it affects in some people, the medicine affects how you lose weight. Mm. So some of the th- so what I was doing before don't work now. Mm. Like and, and so and you end up picking up weight rapidly and it's hard to lose it. But. You know, it's something that I'm working on, trying to really get it figured out now, so I can get back to doing what I was doing and, and being a lot healthier. You doing all right? Yeah, no, nah, I'm good, man. Been managing it. You know what I'm saying? I'm about to go go see this holistic doctor. You know, I got to get off these meds, man. I, all medicine is like oh, yeah. designed designed to put you on more medicine. Yep. <laughs> like, yeah, it just, it, yeah, make something stop working. Where you gotta take something else to fix that. Then just keep doing it. It's just you, you see the you see the effect. It's like a domino effect. I started having different problems. It was like, yo, know, I ain't never had this problem. I ain't never had that problem. Mm-hmm. And it's all when you put that medicine in you, it changes your body chemistry. So I, I got to get up off these. these so I'm gonna say so, meds. yeah, because we need you to come out with a project every year. <laughs> <laughs> I Man, would say, I, what's up? I would I say, de- well, go ahead. I would say, what would you like to say to all your fans and your supporters? Ah, man, just thank y'all, man. Thank y'all for hanging in there with me, man. I know, you know, it's been a while, but I definitely appreciate y'all. Appreciate y'all, you know, you know, I hope y'all enjoying the new project, man. I put a lot, a lot into this new project. I wanted to make it the best, you know, the best that I had, the best that I could give, being that I had been away for so many years and, um, you know, so people enjoying it. And I know it's short, you know, I had a guy tell me on uh, Instagram the other day, that with all uh, due respect, that it was whack because it's so short, which made me laugh. But yeah, Kanye, uh, what about all that stuff Kanye and them be coming out with? It's been short. It's like twenty two minutes. All they stuff. <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I don't. I don't know, man. I, I guess people just you know they they want you know twenty five tracks and <laughs> you know 
uh hour and twenty minute running time. Then it's too long. Oh man, it's man. too long. What you doing? <laughs> and, and, and and the words of my brother Fonte, man, I make music for people with shit to do. So um you know, you can run this project. It's 28 minutes. You top to bottom. You can run this project and you could be out doing your grocery shopping and run this project. You can, you know, by the time you get to warm your car and get to work, you can run my whole project. So yeah, that's cool. That's that's the purpose of it. <laughs> but I like you too. That's the other thing I forgot to ask you. So Dipset together now, state property. <laughs> so he's, what, what, what's up with y'all? It's about y'all time. <laughs> I mean, Man. for real though, everybody else coming back and doing reunions and stuff, y'all might want well to get that money. <laughs> nah, man. I mean, we 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 trying to figure out some things, man. You know, we uh, you know, a lot of people thought we had a master plan, you know, master design when we uh we did that show uh, about two months ago, a month and a half ago, however long ago it was, man. And that was that was truly and honestly a spur of the moment thing, man. Um, like we all have been back talking just on a personal level for the past couple of years, but it wasn't really, you know, we didn't really discuss too much music. Like it was just more building that bridge to brotherhood back again. And, um, and, uh, the opportunity presented itself and, uh, you know, we felt it was, it was only right. It was in our, the birthplace of little brother. It was in the stadium of one of our most iconic picks that we took as little brother. And, And so, um, the opportunity presented itself and, and we made it happen, but that forced us to have different conversations that we weren't having up until that point. <laughs> so, um, you know, like I said, just trying to, it's, it's, it's three, three grown men at this point with three entirely different schedules and everybody has a lot going on. And it's, it's about trying to make things work for whatever it is that, you know, we trying to do, because if you're going to do it, you want to do it right. You don't want to half-ass it. You don't want to come back and taint whatever, you know, you know, legacy you have. So we just, it's been really trying to figure out exactly what we want to do and how we want to do it and, and being able to do it to the, to the best of our ability. So, you know, we'll see. Yeah. Cause now I realize as I get older, I realize what the, the reunions are about. It's about the other generation hearing about y'all so it's like that's the main reason y'all gotta come back because that younger generation under us need to know what y'all about most definitely most yeah. definitely and then uh, i always ask this question to all the artists i forgot to ask you this so what is what is hip-hop to you hip-hop to me is um hip-hop to me is 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 air man it it is it's life it is um hip-hop has changed my life man like uh you know, it's definitely giving me a sense of uh, understanding. It's giving me, uh, you know, it's taking me around the world. It's uh, hip hop is the reason why I met my wife. Mm-hmm. Um, hip hop is the reason why I have some people who I refer to as family, as brothers um, for life. Um, so hip hop has done a lot for me, man. Um Definitely without hip hop, I don't I don't know where I'd be right now. Like I, I probably wouldn't be in trouble. That's just not my <laughs> my angle, but uh I don't know where I'd be right now, man. So hip hop has definitely changed my life, man. And uh it you know, what what attracted me to hip hop was the storytelling. Like I've always been into storytelling and um and when I started hearing how, you know, the slick ricks and mm-hmm. you know, the Nazis and, and you know, people like that and the biggies and, and how they told stories through music like that captivated me. 
as a um, young young teen. And so, uh, yeah, man, to me, hip hop is life, man. It's, it's definitely life. Yeah, I remember I heard a children's story. I was like, what is this? Because <laughs> it was like, damn, like, this dude just really told a whole story. Like, like whole that, story. Like, so tight. <laughs> yep. I was like, that shit was smooth. Hey, he was all dressed fly. I was like, man, I was, it was over. It was rap. All right, man. I yes, just want to say thank you for coming through politics with me. Oh, man. Appreciate you having me again, bro. Yeah, anything else you want to say we didn't even talk about? Ah, uh, nah, man. We 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 covered. We went all over the map with it, man. I I like them. I like interviews like that. Popolitikin.com. As the cops gather round me, I'm focusing on the photo The man I recognize, the kid I didn't know I never seen before, never brought up in a home I was raised by two parents, no sibling Before I squeezed the trigger, I was trembling Used my left hand to stabilize I let off a round, I let off another People hit the ground, I hear them scrambling But I got tunnel vision, my mission is incomplete To let nigga reach for his phone and while it start to leak I got him in my sights, no training, my aim is weak Shoot first, ain't no need for us to talk I walk the whole city for respect some people call it revenge These friends not willing to let it go I'm willing to let it go I was willing, willing to grab my pop's pistol 38 rubber grip, Smith & Wesson issue I got issues, my girl wanna leave And the nigga she talking to He got hands like a boxer I ran up on him like Clifford Trying Floyd with no money team to intervene I was floored by somebody clearly inebriated I'm frustrated, hyped up And I ain't mean had a drink yet while my girl over there, I got people in my ear, what you going do? They don't even know what I'm going through Before I left the crib, found this letter in it saying Please forgive me, you will never understand This whole time thought I was being a man This whole time thought I was doing the right thing But now I see the error in my ways Part of me said to stay, part of me said to go I'ma live with this pain forever, and you should know that None of us gon' forget just how this played out You need to break the cycle and find a way out I was just on the court, me and my dogs hooping. Somebody started shooting, scrambling for my life. Tried to grab my phone and wallet. Collapsed to the pavement, I think I've been hit. I see somebody standing over me, trembling, trying to grip the gun. I hear sirens, but this person refused to run. I see my life flash. Last I remember, I was at a house party having a few drinks. I ran into a friend who I ain't seen since when, so we embraced after talking about the day. Memory kind of spotty, need a fill in. Tony said I went from cold chilling to Mike Tyson in his heyday. No way they allowed me to box, knowing these hands are lethal. I've been training since the youth They were speaking the truth Since the bruises on my knuckles I shit me been here A nigga left the house in despair Got my mind all shuffled Throwing faces Knocking over tables Mama answer questions evasive I've been lied to my whole life Since the picture and the note attached Knowing my father didn't die He was just detached From my family and what you wanted to be Who's this man holding me when I was three Turn the picture over Mama, what you hiding in this folder And ran show Sean when he older Thanks for listening to Popolitikin.com, a self-help meets hip-hop brand. If you are an artist or business owner wanting to be featured on Popolitikin.com, contact us at Popolitikin at gmail.com. That's P-O. 
P-O-L-I-T-I-C-K-I-N at gmail.com or text 760-717-5803. If you're a listener that enjoys the show and wants to support, you can donate to popolitikin.com via paypal.com. Please send donations to popolitikin at gmail.com. Any amount will be helpful in continuing to create quality content and shows. As always, check out popolitikin.com for past episodes. Make sure you subscribe to Popolitikin on iTunes, YouTube, Podomatic, Stitcher Radio, and Google Play.